of the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Seattle Seahawks fresh off of a Thursday night loss. And they fall to two and three. Russell Wilson hurts his finger, doesn't finish the game. So we're asking the question, Sam, are the Seahawks in trouble? Are they even going to make the playoffs at this point? At two and three, rough start to the season. There's a little bit of hope, I think, in the schedule, but uh, not where the Seahawks were hoping to be here through five weeks. No, not great at all. And the the big thing working against them, obviously, is that we are dealing with uh, a division that is arguably the best in the NFL. You with the Arizona Cardinals up there as the league's only undefeated team right now, four and zero. You've got uh, Seattle, you've got San Francisco, and you've got the Los Angeles Rams, who obviously just got that win against Seattle. All four of those teams seem pretty good. And okay, the the, the Seahawks are now dropping below five hundred. But that's the big thing working against them is that division is tough and it's going to make things like pretty difficult for them to get things going. Heading into that game, uh, PFF's power rankings and the simulations still gave them a 53% chance of making the playoffs. I would say, I mean, obviously after that game, it's going to drop. It's presumably going to drop significantly below a 50% chance, i.e., there's a bigger chance they don't make the playoffs now than they do. Now, the other big question, of course, is Russell Wilson and the finger, right? So he's got, right. uh, he, he throws a pass, he hits his finger on, I think it was Aaron Donald's hand, which we've seen before. We saw that with Drew Brees a couple of years ago. We were talking off air, like Aaron Donald's done this a few times. He's always pressuring quarterbacks, but uh, hurting them too. Uh, so this is obviously a, a big factor. They've got the Steelers coming up on Sunday night football, Sunday, October 17th. So they have about 10 days to get ready for that. Then they have the Saints and then the Jaguars. And, and I think that reminds us of where the schedule is. So if Russ is healthy, I mean, that's that's the big question. We don't know. But they do play the AFC South in their crossover games. So they still have the Jaguars on the schedule, still have the Texans on the schedule. They have the Lions late in the season. They do have uh, some presumed wins. But you mentioned the the division, the, the two Cardinals games, the Niners again, the Rams again. So it's a tough one. It's going to be a, a tough run here for the Seahawks. And as far as the on-field product goes, this defense, you know, it, it was not good last year. Uh, they played a little bit better down the stretch, but as always, it kind of coincided with who they played. And so far this year, Seattle just, I mean, open throw after open throw. The Rams do a good job of creating those open throws. They had them all night, but it's not just the Rams. It's every team against Seattle. We saw Minnesota pick them apart just two weeks ago. This defense has been an issue. Yeah, it is. They're in a rough spot and they're bottom seven in the NFL in both yards per play and EPA per play allowed. Um, their defense is getting gashed and, you know, Jamal Adams was getting lit up in both the run and the pass game against the Rams uh, on Thursday night, making that trade, you know, not look great. Just, you know, scanning their schedule right now, I think you could pencil them in for six more wins over the rest of the season, teams that they probably should beat. Then there's a couple of other good teams, and then there's the rest of that division. Those are the games that are going to determine, you know, how they do. I mean, the good news is, yes, they they dropped this game to the Rams. That's the one that drops them under 500. But they have a win on the schedule against the 49ers already. Like they're they've got a win against the team within their division. Those are the games they're going to need to win if they do want to make the playoffs. And right now, that's looking more and more like it's on Rush, Russ, uh, Russell Wilson's shoulders and nobody else. Like he's the guy that's going to have to carry them. Yeah, and even just Seattle's offense this year, right? So we talk about Ross, and uh, we saw it a little bit in the Thursday night game too. It, it was it was big play centric. Have you have you felt that when you watch them this year, 
they've always created big plays. Russ has always been able to, you know, big time throws, wow throws down the field. Uh, he makes those. But the, this Seahawks offense was supposed to do better with the with the easy stuff, so to speak. The stuff that the Rams offense does really well. That's why they bring Shane Waldron over. They were supposed to have more of the underneath stuff, the horizontal game. Uh, and I don't know if we're seeing that. They're middle of the pack EPA type of team uh, coming into the Thursday night game. But they had those those big plays, those high end plays. So I think that's the other question for me. I don't know if that was just going to get better as they get you know, used to the system and the whole deal. But for now, it seems like it's just a top-heavy type of offense that still runs too much through DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and and relying on Russ making those special throws. Yeah, it does. And, you know, if it is trying to move to a more horizontal, uh, higher, quick game, shorter, higher percentage type of stuff, it isn't showing up yet. Um, Russell Wilson's average depth of target is basically the same as it was last year. It's 8.9 8.9 versus 9.1 yards. His the percentage of deep shots he's taking from last year to this year, it's actually gone up. Um, so like Wilson is not they, they haven't kind of curbed that tendency of Wilson to be an all or nothing type of deep passer. Um, if anything, like it's gone in the other direction. They're not they haven't figured out this way of of modifying his play style and trying to increase his efficiency down to down. It is still contingent on Russ being Russ and hitting a dime to somebody deep down the field. And the problem with that is, I mean, he's amazing at it. He's arguably the best in the NFL, but those are still low percentage shots. And it's volatile. You know, if you, yeah. if you have a guy open, you know, down the field, there's still like a 50, 50 chance you don't make that pass. And when you don't make it, and that was, that was the way you were extending the drive or scoring versus nothing, right. Punting those are the differences and and that like you just leave yourself very open to variance when that's your offense i want to get into more about the defense and jamal adams and the whole deal but first DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl has a week five offer every football fan should be jumping on because new customers can bet just one dollar on any nfl game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point the last zero zero tie in the nfl was in 1943 so this is a no-brainer you pretty much know you're going to win the sportsbook's not yet available in your state. DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so I mentioned the Jamal Adams trade. Let's remember, they gave up two first-round picks, and they paid Jamal Adams a boatload of money. And when you break that all down, uh, we always talk about this on this podcast, the PFF NFL podcast. It is so difficult for one NFL player to be worth two NFL players in general, um, especially two first rounders. And then you throw the money factor in there. So what would this situation look like? Can Jamal Adams make up for the fact that the Seahawks have one of the worst cornerback situations in the NFL? They have one of the worst pass rushes in the NFL. They don't have the best pass blocking offensive line yet. They're not even middle of the pack there. I mean, they've been around that, but the offensive line still, there are other holes on this team. Having one Jamal Adams does not fix 
all of those issues, that is the risk with putting all the eggs into one strong safety basket. They still don't even really have a slot corner. <laughs> like true at all you know like one a specialist slot cornerback isn't seemingly on this roster like the guy from a skill set and body type and and that kind of thing um the guy who's closest to fitting that bill is dj reed who's their number one corner right now because they don't have any better options and he like, plays well on the outside he's solid absolutely. he's okay on the outside he's the best yeah, definitely a, the best that they have though right this is a weird secondary now that that just isn't set up for the modern nfl which is why heading into this game the seahawks by far and away led the nfl in percentage of base defense which remember was it last year the year before they were like 75 percent when nobody else in the nfl was above like 50 this is a team that doesn't seem to have personnel to operate an nfl defense right now and look the jamal adams conversation becomes a tricky one because at the time, that seemed like a crazy trade, right? It seemed like the Jets got a steal, getting shipping off a guy that was never going to be worth two first-round picks, and knowing that they wouldn't have to pick up his contract going forward, and being able to put Marcus May into that role and stepping seamlessly into the, that position. The Seahawks got the other end of it. They've traded the two first-round picks. They had to give him the huge contract, and there's just so much opportunity cost there, even if... Jamal Adams was playing like the best safety in the NFL, which he isn't. And not only is he not doing that, but he's not even close. And that's a problem. Like it, Jamal Adams can't be going out and having a Thursday night game where like you're doing more harm than good, which is basically what forget, happened against the Rams. Forget that it's on Thursday night, Sam. We don't we we grade every player on every play. So we're not just overrating a random island game that everybody happened to watch, but this was a microcosm of the Jamal Adams issues. He was out of position on uh, Deshaun Jackson's 68-yarder. He gets beaten for a touchdown by Tyler Higby. His coverage grade is in the 50s each of the last two years for the Seahawks. That's an issue. They're not getting their money's worth. And at least last year, they were offsetting that with his pass rush. They're not doing that this year. Right, and his overall grade has been in the 60s. Right. Like His overall grade is 20 points lower than it was his last two seasons with the Jets. Whatever they're trying to do with him, it isn't working, and it's hurting him and the defense. Because he was awesome with the Jets. He was high 80s type of player. An elite safety has not been for the Seahawks. So Seattle's got some issues. I would say that the schedule gives them some hope. I'm not going to completely overreact to two and three. We'll see about Russ's health. But a rough start for Seattle. So finish it. Are they making the playoffs? Yes or no? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to say no just because how deep the NFC is. I think the schedule will get them back into it. But I'm going to say no because of the depth in that division and the NFC. I'll give him a yes. I'll say Russ gives him the seventh spot, and that's they squeak in at the last. That's true. Game. You get seven spots. Maybe they'll. Maybe they will get in. It's the PFF NFL Daily.